This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Best Bets for Pets. I'm your show host, Michelle Fern. You know, as pet parents, we sometimes forget about our fur babes' most sensitive places. You know, fur, my dog, you know, Mr. Zeus, his nose, his paws, sometimes his skin, again, his nose. I don't know, as he aged, he got this crackly nose. And I was looking nonstop for something to do, you know, something that would give him some relief. And unfortunately, Mr. Zeus is no longer with us, but I do have a great product for all of you that are thinking that you should have something like this for your pooch. We're going to talk to the founder. We'll be right back. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to welcome Julie Napolitano, who is the founder of Puppington. Welcome, Julie. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, let's talk about first Puppington. I love that name. How did you come to develop Puppington? Um, yes. So the, the story actually starts with Pup Wax. So I first had the idea for Pup Wax a couple of years back. Um, I was fostering a dog. His name was Tuxedo and he had very dry paws. So I'm the type of person that researches everything, checks every label before I buy something. And I thought, okay, let me just go buy something for him. And there just wasn't anything where I was really comfortable with the ingredients, what I was seeing online, on the shelves. And I felt like there was an opportunity to create something better. That's what I set out to do. So after many late nights in the kitchen and lots and lots of research, Pup Wax was born on Black Friday um, 2019. And I've spent um, you know, the next couple of years after that really... Um, you know, it's funny, I originally had the idea and thought, oh, this is going to be a great solution um, for dogs struggling in the winters in the Northeast. I'm in New York. I thought, you know, a lot of dogs and dog parents can relate. And I quickly discovered that there are actually even more dogs who are struggling with issues with their noses, um, especially a lot of flat-faced breeds like Frenchies and pugs and bulldogs. Um, so we discovered early on that Pup Wax is also an amazing product for dry noses, for healing them really quickly and just kind of restoring that moisture, um, as well as all over the body. And then last year, early in the year, I was invited to participate in Target's first ever Pet Care Accelerator program. And that really was my first introduction to, um, you know, 
what else dog parents might be looking for, getting to connect with other founders and really hearing that side. Um, and that really gave me the opportunity to build out and start to think of a much broader vision. Um, what else can we do for dogs and dog parents? We spent the fall of last year, end of summer and the fall, just really on customer discovery. So we talked to lots and lots of dog parents. We held a lot of user interviews. Um, we surveyed over a thousand dog parents and out of that, Puppington was born. So we just rebranded um, about five weeks ago now, um, middle of February, we rebranded from Pupwax to Puppington. And that's kind of the, the birth story and the, the genesis of Puppington. I love it. I love it. I love the name Puppington. And I like that you went broader <laughs> because you obviously know how to make a great product and Pup wax and and I know you have treats as well, I believe. Thank you. It's, it's funny. I actually can't take um, credit for the name Puppington. Um, so even in order to choose the name, we talked to a lot of dog parents. Um, we had a short list of about five or six names. Um, my personal favorite at the time was Pup Row. Um, I was thinking like very, it sounds like London to me, very fancy and fun. Um, and when we talked to dog parents, they told us, no, that reminds me of Gid Row and Death Row. And yeah, Cousin. yeah. And we like, you know, well, no, no. It's funny, but sometimes you think about something and you get after when you hear about it, you're like, oh, I didn't even think I was going that way. Right, right. It does, like Death Row Records. I mean, Snoop Dogg is a really big, very big proponent for for animals, but, you know, it's far from, you know. Right. So it was was funny. (laughs) Right? Yes. So I have to give full credit to all the dog parents out there. They helped us come up with the name Puppington um, that came out of the second round of voting and was the really the clear standout winner. It sounds British, though, and it sounds um, elegant. And I don't mean this in a bad way. It sounds Mm -hmm. like just the word that's coming to mind is stuffy, but I don't mean that. I mean, like, you know, like elegant, like I could see a dog saying I'm Puppington, you know, if a dog. Right, right. Like right? wearing, wearing maybe a plaid band. Yes, a yes. The whole, whole thing, like a very <laughs> elegant, you know, right. hat, the little cane, you know, Puppington. Yes. Now, Pup Wax. And also, but before we get into pup wax, your big thing is that clean skincare. And, you know, for people, we know what that is, you know, being clean and transparent and all that. What does it mean for dog products? You know, it's, it's very much the same. So clean really means toxin free. Clean means free of the unnecessary ingredients. So empty fillers, for example, we select every ingredient um, very intentionally for the purpose and the benefit that it has for the dog. So to me, you know, an ingredient perhaps may not be directly harmful. Um, For example, palm oil is one that is often used as a filler ingredient, um, both in human and in dog products. Um, It's not necessarily harmful in small amounts, but it's also not really doing anything for the dog. So that is an ingredient that we would rather replace um, if it's a skincare product, for example, with organic hemp seed oil, which is rich in antioxidants and vitamin E, or with organic argan oil, which um, which is really just mother nature's most powerful moisturizer. So that's kind of an example of how I how I think about clean. And with pup wax, I wish I had had this when I had Mr. Zeus passed on in 2012. Oh, he had, oh thank you. It, I have a lot of memories of him and stuff, but I, oh. you, know, you, they, I you wish they'd live forever, but they just. I know, I know. It's way too short. The reason this brings him to mind is he had a perpetual dry nose so bad that when I had a pendant made of his nose 
I had to be careful because, you know, it's like you put clay or something on their nose Mm -hmm. and his nose pieces wouldn't come off because no matter what I put on, nothing worked. He would lick it off. Right. So I tried this on Nikki's paws where he chews himself and he Mm -hmm. not lick, which I was shocked. Will a dog lick the pup wax off potentially? Or if you put enough and just keep, what would you suggest? It depends on the dog. Um, So we like to suggest is immediately after applying and, you know, giving treats, of course, (laughs) for doing a good job staying still. And we like to just encourage either going out for a walk or engaging in some active play just to distract them a little and give your dog a little more time for it to sink in. If they do lick it, um, especially with the nose, it's almost just really hard to prevent. It's completely safe. All of the ingredients, you know, are, are very clean and definitely ingestible. Um, there's, you know, there's no downside. Um, you know, I, I think the concern is more, well, will they lick off all the product and will there be anything left? And, you know, the answer is 99% of the time we find that it still works really, really well. Um, it's a thick product. So there's definitely enough that's still being absorbed and providing that coating um, that if they have their couple of licks, usually in the beginning, just to get a taste, you know, because it's something different that's suddenly sitting on their nose, which is very sensitive and also has, you know, the, the strongest sense of smell. But yeah, typically it still works really, really well. And a couple of licks here and there are nothing to worry about. Um, but we do encourage that active play right after. That's a great idea. And also when you said that you thought it would only be seasonality, we're in Heatville of South Florida. So <laughs> definitely no, you know, we have summer and cold fronts. So, mm-hmm. you know, so dry noses can come up anywhere. I know that in the North, especially their paws, when they come into contact with cold weather, the salt, you know, to something to be careful about. Right, right. So we have a lot of environmental concerns up here. So the, the salts, which are often not just salt, but a lot of other toxins are in those ice melt products. Um, they're very irritating to dogs' paws. Um, but you make a great point. You know, my original vision was really just thinking, okay, my foster dog has this problem and here's how I'm solving it. But, you know, dogs definitely suffer from dry noses and paw irritation um, everywhere. So, you know, whether it's the dry heat or whether it's the air conditioning or the indoor heat that's drying them out. Um, and just from being outdoors, a lot of the grass, the lawns are treated with pesticides indoors. A lot of the carpets are treated with all kinds of chemicals. Um, I think people typically assume that dogs just have very thick paws and they're fine. But, you know, the reality is they're extremely sensitive. Um, in some areas, their skin even is only, you know, about as one third as thick as human skin, like three to five cells thick, maybe. So we really need to do everything that we can to keep those areas protected when there's any exposure. Um, so we've got a lot of happy dog parents in Florida, as you mentioned, in Arizona, New Mexico, um, as well as, you know, just really temperate climates like Oregon. Um, so, you know, unfortunately, uh, skin issues affect many dogs all over. Yes. What about for their skin and for a hot spot? 
So with an active hotspot, I would recommend letting that heal first. Um, but as soon as the healing process um, has really started, and once you're dealing more with the scar from the hotspot, the pup wax does a really great job of helping those scars heal and kind of close back over. So we've even had the dog of a veterinarian. She reached out to us and she said she was really surprised to discover that once she applied the pup wax to the healed ringworm scars, the hair grew back. So we've definitely heard a lot of great stories. Um, today, someone actually shared an Instagram reel of their dog where they were using it now to help a surgical scar heal on the dog's shoulder, you know, now that it's been a few weeks later. That is great news. All right, we're going to take a short break and then I want to hear some more stories because I'm sure everybody would love to hear that. So we'll be right back. Hey, everyone, Michelle Byrne here. You know, being a pet parent is a huge responsibility. And since we don't talk dog or cat, we have to try our best to understand what's going on. But, you know, knowing something's up with their health and not knowing why is one of the biggest challenges of being a pet parent. I remember when Zeus had vestibular old dog disease. This happens in the middle of the night or late at night. And of course, that was a huge expense going to the midnight vet clinic and all this blood work and all this other stuff. Boy, if I had Fuzzy then. Fuzzy is a telehealth service for pet parents that offers 24-7 access to personalized pet care from veterinary professionals. From everyday questions to middle-of-the-night emergencies, Fuzzy has the answers pet parents need through live chat and virtual vet consultations available to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Fuzzy can answer your pet questions, big and small, urgent and everyday. Fuzzy can also recommend the exact right products for your pet, all of which are handpicked by their established team of veterinary professionals and available at a discount exclusive to Fuzzy members. From getting your pet's diet just right to meeting their middle-of-the-night needs to finally figuring out what makes their breath smell that way, nothing is too big or too small for a fuzzy call. Right now, Fuzzy is offering our listeners a free seven-day trial membership. Go to yourfuzzy.com slash petliferadio today to sign up. That's a free seven-day trial and access to exclusive member discounts on pet meds, supplements, food, and more at yourfuzzy.com slash petliferadio. Again, yourfuzzy.com slash petliferadio for your free trial of fuzzy with access to 24-7 personalized pet care and vet-recommended products. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking with Julie Napolitano. She is the founder of Puffington. And we are talking about Pup Wax, which is, is that your newest product? It's our flagship product. It's flagship really product. how the company was born. Um, and now, in, in, actually in the past month, we've, we've expanded into a lot of other exciting areas. Okay. You mentioned before the break a couple of stories. Do you have any other exciting customers or interesting customer stories? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's really looking at the whole customer picture overall, um, and that's that's kind of informed the direction that we've taken. So, you know, as I shared, we talked to a lot of dog parents, and we really were able to hear 
what they were looking for, what their dogs were struggling with, um, you know, where they were not happy with the solutions that they were finding today. And we took all of that to the drawing board, to our veterinary teams, um, and we worked on just really coming up with some ideas to help them with those problems. One of those new lines that we've just launched is Pup Snacks, which is actually a line of supplements for dogs. So we've got all-in-one um, with probiotic support. We've got calming shoes. You know, it's funny, I heard on your last podcast, the guest was mentioning that I think one in three households is dealing with financial stress. Um, and it, it was interesting to me because what we learned in the research was that one in three dog owners was sharing that their dogs are suffering from anxiety. So I think, you know, dogs are very, very perceptive. And I think that there is definitely a connection between how we're feeling and how our dogs are feeling. So that's, um, you know, that, that's something that we took into account when we were thinking about what, what should we focus on next? And Pup Snacks has been the, the newest collection that we've just launched in the last month. That's a great point. Yeah. My, I think my last show you must have listened to was um, the guest from Synchrony. And mm -hmm. we're talking about just different things and it related to pet insurance. But you're so right, though, because pets definitely are our, our fur babes. They can sense our feelings, you know. And if anybody is questioning this, have you ever been upset and, and just had to, had to have a good cry or by yourself and your dog or usually more dogs than cats, but my cats sometimes too come near you and just want to just be there for you. They know they do. Yeah. And we, all of us two leggings, you know, have gone through craziness. I mean, pandemic. Now we have prices going nutso and gas prices going nutso and just a lot of challenges for people everywhere. And mm -hmm. like one thing after another. So yeah, my opinion is it's important to take care of your pets as your fur babes as best as possible, you know, like with your pup snacks and, you know, probiotics, it's not calming chews because the healthiest you keep your fur babes, the less they're going to need the veterinarian most likely. And that's when the expenses go up. And you make a really great point. It's not just about the physical. Um, I think a lot of times we look to our dogs, of course, and, and all of our pets as a source of comfort, but they need comforting as well. Um, they have emotional needs. They have those same needs that we do. Um, and we need to look after that well-being also. Absolutely. Tell me about the calming chews. It sounds like I should eat them or something sometimes, <laughs> especially when I'm driving. I live in an area with it where people come and visit a lot and we have traffic and drivers that like no other. Oh my goodness. Yes, yes. No, there's there's just there are a lot of sources of stress in the world today. Um it's it's sure. been really crazy. <laughs> yes. So thank you for asking. So the um, we actually have a couple of um, versions of our calming shoes. So we've got a soft shoe, which are the ultra calming shoe. This is the one of the formulas that I'm just really the proudest of. The ingredients that we've got are just everything that you would think of when you're thinking of how to calm and soothe yourself. And I think you would recognize a lot of the same ingredients in human calming products as well. Um, so one of the star ingredients is magnesium, of course. Um, we've got L-theanine, L-tryptophan, um, tryptophan, you know, kind of the same that you would probably recognize, I think, from what we often joke about after Thanksgiving dinners. It's that food coma that kicks in. Yep. Um, valerian root extract, chamomile extract, um, which we often, you know, I think we're more familiar with in our, our teas on the human side. 
And then on the crunchy calming chews, our star ingredient, I would call it, is the ashwagandha. And that's just really um, a really great overall mood and hormone balancing and stabilizing relaxation ingredient. It sounds like you should send some of this to some of the crazy politicians. but To the world stage, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Or did you ever wish when, you know, you could just sprinkle a whole bunch and it would just permeate some of these humans? Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I just got it's not even Friday. And I just got this picture in my head. But thank goodness therefore, you have these great products for your fur babes. Now, Julie, do you have any future thoughts of a Caddington? Caddington? Oh, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> um, I have. So I've looked extensively into um, feline topical issues because so many people had asked me over the last couple of years, can I use pup wax for my cat? Um, the answer is yes. Everything is perfectly safe. The reason that we haven't come out with a cat specific line is because um, they're just for better or for worse, there just hasn't been enough need. Cats seem to do a much better job of being able to kind of maintain their hydration and kind of keep their paws in the state where they don't suffer from those same issues that dogs do as much with their noses either. But yes, you know, I'm definitely open to, you know, I'd love to hear if, if that's something that others are looking for. Um, I just, I haven't had the chance, you know, there's so much going on over the last couple of years. I have not had the chance to speak with enough cat parents yet. Well, we always like to mention the cat parents, especially my other show, Catitude. Mm-hmm. That's not a product show, but I think that cats, you're right. They groom themselves and they're not, at least in the U.S., they're mostly indoor. They're not, mm-hmm. as much, you know, outdoor, but they don't have the same problems as, as dogs because they're not as you know active or something. The other thing is they don't complain as much as dogs do <laughs> because that's why the, one of the problems with cats is they don't tell you things and that's a whole other subject, but that, right. but yeah, but, and their noses are so much smaller. So you have to get really close, I guess, to tell <laughs> when you get swiped. So I don't right. know. Exactly. I, I would like to clarify, though. Um, so while the pup wax is perfectly safe for cats, I have not done any research on pup snacks for cats um, or a cat version. I know that cats um, have a very different digestive systems and tolerances um, and ingredients that are beneficial for them versus for dogs. They're, they generally don't transfer. Um, so just want to be clear for everyone's safety that Puppington products are for dogs only at this time. Great point, because you don't want someone listening thinking, hey, I have a crazy cat. Let me get some of those cheese <laughs> and the cat. Right. <laughs> no, thank you. Okay. Let's talk about any future products or products that you are thinking of, but haven't barely developed yet, but you're thinking that's going to be part of the Puppington line eventually. Mm -hmm. So we've got some really exciting um, things coming out. We have a couple of shampoo formulas that are getting ready to launch in the next couple of months. Um, One of those is really going to help with um, excess shedding. We actually have an article that we've posted on the blog today about um, just kind of how to manage shedding. We're just now approaching shedding season as the seasons change and dogs are getting ready to rock their um, lighter coats <laughs> for the warmer weather. So that is one of the products um, we're also bringing to market in the next couple of weeks. Keep an eye out for our dog dish clubs. So these are basically, we're calling them pepper towels instead of paper towels. These are reusable paper towels, if you will, although they're, they're not um, paper, they're a cloth. The way I came up with this idea is that my dog, Coco, she, when she's drinking, 
there is always a two foot radius around her bowl. There is water everywhere. Yes. <laughs> Every time what, what I'm on my knees. What kind of dog it is it? She is a hound mix. She's a red bone hound mix, we think. She's a rescue, so we're not exactly okay. sure. Um, but she's a Southern girl. And she is just the messiest water drinker ever. So I was just wasting so many paper towels every time she drinks. And, you know, I started looking for other products and I thought, you know, this would be really fun to do something dog themed. So this is, it's kind of like the Swedish dish cloths that are out there. They're reusable, like 200 times you throw them in the dishwasher, hang them up, and then you can use them again and again. But ours have a lot of really cute dog patterns on them. So I think it's just going to be an exciting, fun product to bring to market. That's a great idea because there's a lot of messy dogs out there. Especially mine. <laughs> I had one that she used to stir the ball with her paw first. I don't know. Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> that sounds really cute. Anywhere. It was always, yeah. I, I don't know why she did that, but, but she's been <laughs> a long time, but they're funny, you know, and thank goodness they are because we need funny fur babes in our life <laughs> and healthy ones. I have another question that in, in all this um, wonderful conversation that came up, things that came up, but I was thinking about this and I should have asked you earlier, but let's get back to pup wax. How would you recommend putting this on your dog's paws? Because that could be a little hard sometimes because they're sensitive and then they go to walk on them. So what would be a good way to do, utilize pup wax? That's a great question. I'm glad you asked it. I, I would say it really depends on the dog. So I have um, received a lot of videos from dog parents where their dogs are lying there and they're being pampered and they're just getting their paw massage and their paw to cure. And they're just, they're loving it. My, so I actually have two dogs. They're both um, pretty young. They're puppies. They're very high energy. Um, so they're never going to lie there like that while I do anything. <laughs> so for me, um, with my dogs, what I have to do is we're basically going out for the walk. They have the leash on and then at the door, they get the pup wax application. You know, we do one paw at a time. Um, and that's that. I think for a very you know, calm dog that's happy to lie there. It's definitely something that you can do when they're lying in their bed or in your bed, <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever is comfortable for the dog, really. Okay. And it sounds like it might be if you have a really high energy dog, maybe at the end of the day, so that they're not walking on their paws. Um, you know, so we do it before the walks so that they, well, also because mine are just one, we need to protect them before we go out into our um, neighborhood. We've got a lot of like rocks and gravel where they like to go, but also um, it just kind of keeps them distracted. They're still young enough that they are constantly, you know, they're very curious about it still. They love it. They'll lick it if we would just hang out here. So we, off we go on our walkies, but you know, for a dog that's going to hang out in the house, you know, you can definitely do it after at the end of the day. Um, I've received the cutest videos on Instagram of dogs that are just, they look like they're at the spa. They're lying back in these like big, white, fluffy, what do you call them? It's not an ottoman. It's like, like a giant, like a dog pillow. Um, uh -huh. And they're just soaking it all in. <laughs> it sounds like you look at these and go, yeah, I'd like to be there. <laughs> I want all of the dogs. Yep. Yes. And you brought up another good point, though, because for dogs that have sensitive paws, this is a great all the time because you, it puts a barrier to the external 
I don't know. Uh, to, the, to the world. I mean, to, yeah, to any environmental. Any of the um, toxins and yep. junk. And I mean, they don't wear shoes, you know, so and a lot of dogs don't like boots or anything like that. It's a little hard for some dogs, but this is sounds like it's pup box is a great barrier to any of the junk that's out there, you know? Right, right. And so that's so we just recently launched um, our newest version. It's a limited edition um, to celebrate the launch of Puppington. And it's the seven day magic stick. Um, it comes in a compostable paper tube format. So it's very easy to take with you on the go, stick it in your pocket. Um, and for this formula, we've actually used candelilla wax, which has a much higher melting point. So it really holds up a lot better. That means when it's getting warmer out, it's not going to melt or kind of get goopy as quickly. Um, when it's colder out, it's going to really just stay stiffer and provide a thicker barrier. And it's gorgeous. And I love that all the ingredients are organic. Thank you. I wish you much success. And I can't wait to see what else Puppington comes out with. And Thank you so much. Great products. Where can people buy Puppington products? So our products are found right now on our website at puppington.co, as well as um, through our social media handles. We have an Instagram shop. It's also at puppington.co. Facebook is at puppington.co. TikTok is at puppington.co. Um, there's no shopping there yet, but we're putting up some fun videos. And we our products are also available through boxed.com, B-O-X-E-D.com, as well as dogly.com. Julie, you mentioned earlier you had a blog, and I bet there's a lot of great information there. How can people find it? So the blog is on our website at puppington.co. And we've called it the Better Boops blog, um, you know, for better noses, better paws, better, better pup health all around. We've all, you know, just put so much time into researching the, you know, putting together the best formulas that we can. But we also just want to share everything that we learn. We love helping other dog parents figure out, you know, what can work for their dogs? Is there anything they've missed? You know, we wake up in the mornings, the first thing we do is check, you know, see if there's any new research out, just work constantly learning and we love to share. So I definitely encourage everyone to check out the blog. Um, we've got articles about everything that we've talked about today. So dry paws, dry noses, probiotics, de-shedding, shedding issues, um, just everything. I want to tell you, thank you so much. Thank you for creating such a great product and made with amazingly fabulous ingredients and sharing all this great information with us. And I'm so excited to see your new products. So thank you so much, Julie. Thank you so much for having me, Michelle. It's been such a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you. I hope everyone enjoyed today's show with Julie, the founder of Puppington. I had a great time and learned so much. Check it out. This Puppington Pup Wax is amazing. And I can't wait to see the other products that she has. I want to thank my guest today, Julie, for coming on Best Bets for Pets. Thanks to my fur babe, which Nikki was my tester. And he did a great job. And the Pup Wax did a wonderful job of healing a spot that he had on his paw. And the chews were wonderful too because he can get a little high strung. And as a little dog, he should not be high strung. So thank you for Babe Nikki. And a huge thank you to my producer, Mark Winter, for making me and my guests sound amazing. And a humongous thank you to everyone listening to Best Bets for Pets. I appreciate it so much. Let's say I've been doing this show now since um, 2010, 12 years. Lots and lots of wonderful, great products. So 
Thank you so much for listening and be sure to check out puppington.co and check the blog because there is great information. Stay tuned because you never know what we're going to have up next on Best Bets for Pets. Let's Talk Pets every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com.